Happy New Year, friends. I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And, and we're, we're the, the Friends, friends who, who Feast. We're so glad you guys can join us today because this is a very special episode for us both. We've been waiting for this for what? Since last holiday season, we started talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas and the celebration. We actually are together in person, which is always a treat. And we are feasting live with our Thanksgiving, Christmas, holiday food. We're going to be talking about like our wishes for the new year and, and things like that. So it's just a celebration altogether with a good friend, um, hopefully even better food. Uh, we'll be right back. We're going to take a little break, get our plates and come back with some live reactions. Okay, and we are back with our plates of food. Do you want to go ahead and just kind of um, briefly tell our listeners what what we have? Yes. Yeah, so I made a ham. I basted that sucker. I tried to keep it. I don't want to say moist because I know people don't like that word. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, um, it's, it's moist. Yes. I also made mashed potatoes from scratch. I peeled them and mashed them for you, Danielle. I made my corn that I've been making for the last couple of holidays, which I'm sure I'll touch on later. Um, a, a pretty basic baked beans. Your aunt makes a really good baked bean recipe, yes. and I had it once, and sh- she told me the recipe. Like, bless this woman. Because um, I still have it saved in my phone because I, like, texted I texted you. Yeah, right to, away. Like, yeah, because I needed to have evidence of it. Um, I didn't make it with as much love as she does. Um, so you can let me know how it compares. Thank you. <laughs> and I also made some meatballs in some yeah. gravy. And then you delightfully brought over what I've been looking forward to the most, and I'm not kidding. Your macaroni and cheese, your baked mac and cheese, and your green bean casserole. We've been talking about your green bean casserole for a while. You mentioned it last year. You've mentioned making it for family. And now I finally get to try it. And my, my heart's racing. Okay. Let's just dig in. Okay. And yeah. and some, um sis, what are they, Sister Schubert's rolls? Yes. Yeah, that we almost forgot about. And our McDonald's Cokes. Yeah, because we re- well, I originally wanted Dr. Pepper because it's almost like a wine of the pop world. It's kind of sweet. And I did buy Dr. Pepper, but we're having this later than we yeah. did. And I ended up drinking it. I so figure it's fine. And I, I couldn't done, find I would have done the same. Um, so luckily there's McDonald's right by you. I just went to grab two Cokes for us. So we're going to dig in, dig into whatever. I already kind of dug in on accident. Sorry. Just a meatball. Mmm, this mac and cheese is... So good. <laughs> like, look at the Like, this is, like, perfect crispy on top. Perfect consistency. Like, this is what I love. Well, I was worried because some people do a crust, like, with breadcrumbs and stuff. So, when mm-hmm. you see, like, a crust, I really started sweating. You can do a good crust with just a cheese. That's what I did. So, I was hope, I hope it's up to your standard. Mm-hmm. Mm, your mashed potatoes are great. Thank you. Season perfectly. Thank you. You use salt, and I could tell. I put salt and minced garlic in the boiling water. Mm-hmm. So you mashed all together. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm. What are you going for next? The baked beans. Baked beans. Okay. I haven't tried these yet. Mm. You're good. Uh, uh, <laughs> I put a little bit of... Um, <laughs> good catch. It's right in my mouth. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> a little bit of slap your mama seasoning. Okay. Um, which for those of you that know, don't know, it's like a Creole, like a Cajun seasoning. I've never used it, but I hear great things It's about good. It. I didn't realize they made like sauces and Other stuff, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Not just uh, like a seasoning. Mm-hmm. And then I put just a little bit of garlic, a little bit of maple syrup. Okay. I'm getting way too deep in the recipe. I don't want to, I got to keep that stuff locked up. So well, you're fine. The corn's very good. Okay. I'm going to take a bite of the green bean mm. casserole whenever you're ready. Okay. Hold on. Let All me wash. Right. Let me wash this down. Get a good palate cleanser. Yeah. Sorry, you should have put kind of some kind of trigger warning that if you don't like mouth sounds, just to skip this. But it's fine. <laughs> okay. We'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> mm. So you put 
fresh mushroom, mm-hmm. French fried onions. <laughs> Another good catch. It was dry that time. Your roll. Um, I love that you. So you told me that you like almost like braise the the green beans, right? Like in a pan first. Yes, I tr- changed okay. it up a bit, but I still think it yielded the same results without getting too done, overdone. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was so. Um, ner- oh my god, I was so nervous. Mm. Because you said you had green beans re- recently, and they they weren't mm-hmm. done as well. Like no, meaning they were too crispy still. So I was really nervous because I like mine to have a little bit of a texture. Yeah. But texture is different for everyone. This is perfect. Oh my god, my heart's. They have a little bit of a like a like a snappy crisp to them, but still very soft. But still very yeah, very tender. You did like a is this this isn't panko breadcrumbs is it? Yes. Okay, it is. I think that makes it so much better. Yeah. So what I did was put the French's uh, French fried onions on top, and I actually made this last week because we were supposed to meet last week, but things happened, so we couldn't unfortunately. So I did a test run. And I used, um, no offense to Kroger, but a Kroger brand French fried onions. And I yeah. said, half of these onions are just like the onion peels, like the outer part of the onion, like fried. And that's probably why it's almost $4 cheaper than the French's brand. So like, no, baby, we're not doing it this time. So I got the French's brand. So I sprinkled that all on top. And then I kind of sprinkled panko breadcrumbs over that to kind of fill in the gaps where the French fried onions left. And I'm, I'm glad it came out um, really well. I'm happy. It did come out very well. I love the, like, everything's perfect. Like, the amount of mushrooms that are in it. I could have, like, turned my plate and moved on to the ham, but I'm still going at this. Best green bean casserole I've ever had. You can have pretty much whatever's left if you want. I'll take maybe a little serving home, but. Okay. Your husband don't want any? He's not a fan of green bean casserole. He doesn't mind. He doesn't mind this, but he won't eat leftovers. But he's not, like, eating, yeah. But I think, I mean, this tastes good because it's crispy, mm. but the flavors really soak in for the next day. And I think it's even better the mm. next day, but okay. you don't get the crispiness. Right. Um, so what I do with the green beans this time is I boil them. And then maybe after four minutes or so. Four do you pan boil them? Or? Yeah. So I just boil them in regular water like I was going to make pasta. But then as soon as they're done boiling, like after that four or five minute mark, I scoop them out and put them in an ice water bath so they could stop cooking. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty much cooked, but they're still a little bit crispy. And then I made my, you know, onion, garlic, real mushrooms. Then I put cream of mushroom soup. Just a little bit of Worcestershire sauce. What's it called? Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Yeah. People call it W sauce. Ever, you don't have TikTok, but Ooh, Paris. it's a whole thing on TikTok. And ever since I saw that, I call it wash your sister sauce. Mm, yeah. But Worcestershire, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Mix it all together. <laughs> then dump the green beans back in. Mm. Kind of let it cook for a little bit. Poured it in a little dish, then sprinkled the fixings on top and cooked it in the oven. Because nothing's worse than when they get really stringy mm-hmm. and overcooked to where... Real liquidy. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. I'm going back for the mac and cheese. Here. All right. I think so good. Ugh. How do you feel about my mac and cheese? So good. Like, that's a good mac and cheese to me. Like, like I told you the other day, there's a time and place for a Velveeta mac and cheese, right? Like, the, the creamy... But then, like, if you're doing, like, a baked mac and cheese, it's so easy for it to get too dry. And I feel like there's nothing worse than a mac and cheese where, like, it's, like, globs of curdled cheese and then dry, like, white noodles still. Like, where it's just not, like, soaking into the noodle. It's not, like... It's chunky. The texture, yeah, yeah it's not, isn't good. Do you want to go ahead and take a break, finish the rest of our plate in private, and come back and finish our record? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm going to add more gravy to my plate. That's why I really want to okay. pause. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to talk and I'm trying to like sound sensible, but all I want to do is just You're smash fine. this food. You've, you've done more than enough. <laughs> so, okay, friends, we're going to finish this delicious feast and we'll be right back with you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey. Yum. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you got a little something right there. Oh, no. <laughs> something. Oh, okay, let's try that again. Okay. Okay, and we're back. Uh, I smashed pretty much everything on my plate. I was a little bit overambitious with the ham, but I think I'm calling it good for now. That was good. That was the best holiday feast meal dinner I've had this season. Um, So you're digging into your McDonald's cookie, which you very kindly picked up when you got our uh, McDonald's Coke. These suckers look burnt. It looks bad. Here, got this. You hear that? I mean, the middle's not bad. It's no Subway cookie. No. Subway, my favorite cookie from Subway is those white chip macadamia nut yes. and like the raspberry or some Some fruit. cranberry. Yeah. So good. Shout out to you, Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's um, speaking of them. Yeah. Thank you for the cookies because I failed. I said I was going to get a pumpkin pie. I actually forgot all about that. And then I didn't. Sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> well, I'm still eating this cookie even though I was talking so much trash about it. I'm eating it, but... What a year it's been. 2022 for me ah, was a special year for many reasons, but I want to ask you mm-hmm. off, you know, off, no, I shouldn't say off the record, but food wise, I was trying to think of big moments that happened in 2022 food wise, because mm. we are a food podcast. Sure. And I don't know if it's just because everything happened so fast, it seemed like, but the, yeah, the Mexican pizza come back, right? For a bit. Which was big. Yeah. I think that was probably like the moment. I feel like. Is it back still? Yeah, it's on the menu full time. Um, Bagel breakfast sandwiches Mm -hmm. and McDonald's came back. I'm touching you as I'm talking about You are. You're like caressing my my elbow. (laughs) Taco Bell also had wings for those five days, which is really wonderful. I forgot about those, yeah. Um, I remember you telling me about those and telling me you had like the the nacho dust. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's just, I mean, yeah. I mean, we did a lot of small bite episodes. The Subway menu revamp. Um, which I think for me has been a hit. I've been to, I've gone to Subway, I think more this year than I feel like I have ever before. Was that mostly because of the podcast you think, or the Subway series menu? I think it was me realizing that I live dead center between two drive through Subways and just how convenient it is. (laughs) (laughs) I really liked the, the couple new sandwiches that I got. I think they're like my go-tos now, you know, the uh, great garlic and then that, uh, I forget what it's called. Like the, it's like the mozzarella boss. boss. Yeah. I have not been to Subway since I did that review with you. Really? But I think about it. Did you get that? Have you gotten that sandwich? No, I've only had the great garlic. Okay. So 2023, you have to get the boss. Get the boss. Okay. (laughs) Just trying to think what else. I mean, but food wise, was that it? We had no. Okay. One was I was surprised about. Yeah. We did the McSweetie episode, and I was like, 2022 is going to be a big year for celebrity meal endorsements. I feel like there is zero. There weren't, yeah. I think there was like a Jack Harlow KFC thing. Yeah. Um, but I didn't go for that. I'm not a big KFC type of girl. And like when Mariah Carey did it, and that maybe that's what killed it, is hers was kind of, of a flop. Year. You know, no, I'm not hurt by it. It was kind of odd, because there's no <clears> new <throat> remixes to stuff, I guess. So I guess that was a letdown food-wise. I mean, okay, so you're on TikTok, and I'm not yeah. on TikTok, but like... TikTok? TikTok, I'm sorry. <laughs> I sound like I'm 55 years old. Um, 
What were some food trends or hacks or stuff? Because I know, was it 2021 or was it some of 2022 when they were doing the feta cheese, tomatoes, oven oh, baked? Oh, yeah. Thing? I know so many people who made, probably you. Yeah. yeah um, I wasn't a fan of that Well, I dish. love feta cheese. I like Mediterranean type yeah. stuff. So I eat all those flavors. Um, I can't think of anything else like that that comes to mind. I know something that was really big on um, TikTok was the uh, Pepsi and milk. Okay. Recently, like Pilk. And I think there were some commercials where like Lindsay Lohan did it. We said we were going to do a Small Bites episode on it and we ended up not doing it. No, but, I couldn't. Um, I couldn't. Yeah. But that's the only thing I feel like that was like a, like a viral thing that I can remember. This year feels like it was like forever. Because what was the first episode we did? We did like what? Um, <coughs> we did a New Year's episode where we talked about like healthy foods and all our resolutions that I didn't keep. And um, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> um, I'm bigger than ever. <laughs> I looked at... So, hold on, let me get real comfy here. So... I was looking at my list from last year. 12, 31, 21. Travel. Actually got on a plane this year and enjoy it more than once. I didn't get on a plane not once. Meet new people and go on dates. Build your confidence in who you are. Yeah, it's up there. Okay. I feel I feel okay, yeah. I feel confident. Um let go of this person's name, you know, somebody that I was in love with mm-hmm. and haven't let them go. This one's funny. Have a lot of sex. <laughs> um Lose X number of pounds. Haven't. Probably gained that much. <laughs> Build and manage a consistent and healthy diet. Drink a half gallon of water every day. <laughs> no. Um, Here's one. <laughs> About the podcast. <laughs> Let's skip that one. We'll make it a wish for 20. But it's like, it's, it's a, you know, basically become rich and famous. But I think there's so much saturation. There's so many podcasts yeah. about every single thing. And I so much out there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's almost, it's impossible. Now. It's like a Facebook, I felt like. I feel like everyone has a Facebook. Ten years ago, I feel like we'd be in magazines. <laughs> oh, really? You know, and, and it's, you, think you know, that? yeah. Like, te- if we would do, like, do this ten years ago, just think about it. Because I think about a lot of the podcasts I listen to, they started, like, 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. I feel like we would have been a little ahead of the game. I think we're funny, and we have a good listener base, and we have some fans out there that have let us know how much they enjoy listening, and thank you to all of you. I mean, truly, we couldn't do, like, an end-of-the-year episode or, like, look-forward episode without thanking our listeners and, like, all of you. And, yeah, because um, if we had, like, none, honestly, I would, it would be embarrassing, <laughs> but no, I mean, we know. We would still do this. We would just be sitting at Olive Garden doing it. <laughs> like what we did before the podcast. <laughs> I, I think someday we're going to listen back at this moment, and we'll be like, yeah. Remember when we were so tiny and now we're now we're superstars? Oh, I thought you say even fatter. <laughs> <laughs> but you know when you said you think if you would have started this ten years ago, it would have been different. That's how I feel about like um like the mukbangs that people eat mm-hmm. on camera. Because I remember reading an article about it. I want to say the very beginning of 2015 because I was not in my first apartment yet by myself, and I remember where I was work wise, and I was reading articles instead of working. And it was like, oh, this new kind of fad sensation from Korea coming over here and and this and this and that. And I was thinking, I could do that. I could eat. But here's my thing. I'm not going to have a platter of food like today. I'm not going to gorge myself with a 12-piece chicken from KFC and a family It's it's basically to try everything, give a review. Yes. I was thinking that type of thing. But I was like, I don't want to go on camera. I don't want to do this. I'm not not interesting enough. And I stopped. But then I was thinking, if I would have tried it at least, because it was so new. Shut up. (laughs) God damn it. I'm trying to say something. My neighbor. Those kids. (sighs) Okay. 
The mic probably never even picked that up and people think I'm just shouting. But same thing. I think it's about striking gold early before yeah. the gold rush. Because then you're just like another miner wasting their life away. I think people just get lucky and just like become the trend and just like in that moment. Because some of like the simplest things, like a mukbang, who would have ever thought that here, because I know you love Timmy Takeout, yeah. you know, and Tammy. And Tammy. So simple. Just literally get a GoPro and just record yourself going through a drive-thru, which we do all the time anyway, and eating in our car, which we do which all the time we anyway. Which save money and we gained weight. <laughs> wow. Right. But then it's like almost, because you, you mentioned it earlier, it's like so saturated. Like what else is there that's unique? Because, you know, I mean, like, super into true crime. Yeah. And I've really wanted to do a true crime podcast. I've put a lot of thought into it. I've wrote a lot of, like, research and, like, background on some stuff to maybe start, like, a few episodes. Mm -hmm. And and I really wanted to do it, like, Halloween was kind of my goal. Because that's, like, a perfect time, I feel like, for, like, a around Halloween, like, yeah. release, you know, of, like, that type of genre. But it's, like, the more I thought about it, it's, like, what's going to make me different? Or what can I do completely different than true crime or something like that, you know? <laughs> kind of like us in the beginning. <laughs> Or now, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I'm still having, I mean, we say this every episode, we're having fun, but like we are, we and are. even the energy here, it feels so nice to record again in person, mm -hmm. and we have some things on our plate, on the menu for 2023. There's like five or six things that I feel like are, are big hitters for the year. We really want those to be like good, good episodes, like really good topics that I think you, our audience, are going to like because it's going to be like different. I, yeah, I, I agree too. And I feel like it's going to be more of like a relaxed thing. So it's not going to yeah. be like every two weeks or every month. Like, I mean, we'll put them out. We put them out. It's just going to, we're going to do it like when we want to do it. And I think that's going to make a difference too, because we're not going to feel so strict. I know we got to get one out right now. Aside from all the good food and the fun stuff we talked about in 2022, I feel like we both had a really good year away from the podcast too. So how would you kind of summarize your year? It just, it felt really good, especially like still being in the pandemic mindset at times. But I was just um, reminiscing the other day when everything, when this whole started, one of my friends and I would um, Skype every Saturday. And I remember saying, I feel like this is going to last for two to three years. Yeah. I just had a feeling. And this March 2023 be three years since it happened. And I just, I just want it to be done with. I don't want to talk about it anymore, but I want to have just some optimism. I hope 2023 is a better year all around as far as that type of stuff is concerned. Yeah. I just want it all to be a thing of the past, like a bad dream. But then like when you get it, or uh, my husband actually got it in early yeah. October, I was fine. Luckily, knock on wood, everything was good. But it's just like times like that really make me just get so anxious. And I hate feeling that way when it comes to sickness and stuff. I know it's kind of a bummer, but those are probably the only downsides of 2022. Yeah, for sure. Um, my year was, you know, I mean, up and down too as well. I mean, obviously, you know, getting COVID wasn't fun. And so that was, whew, I think that's part of the reason why we didn't really do any other episodes during that time either is because I could barely breathe. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, you know, I traveled a little bit this year. I went to North Carolina, you know, got to do some really fun stuff that I, I was really looking forward to with me and my brother. I had a really great trip with him. I made it a goal for myself that just kind of start like at least once a year. I really want to visit a new racetrack. So we went to Charlotte for the Bank of America Roval 400 and it was a blast. Like, it was, like, the best weekend ever. Like, we did so much, not just of the day of the race, but, you know, that whole weekend was just, we were go, 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 go. We saw new things. We had great experiences. Like, it was, like, the like the best trip I had ever been on. A year of healing. Obviously, last year I lost my grandma. It's been over a year now. It's going on two years this May. Um, and that's been hard with, like, family and everything. And my grandpa, um, you know, kind of 
watching him go through that. But it's been a year of healing, I feel like, and really realizing like what's important. Like getting over something like that in your life. She's the first person I've like lost in my life. So getting over that like initial like grieving, you know, and just kind of valuing family. I feel like I've spent a lot more time with the people that matter in my life this year, including you. Oh, thank you. Um, I feel like this was a really great year for us um, and our friendship and a lot of just other really good things happened this year. And I think 2023 will definitely be a better year. I, ho- I hope the world heals, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of those outside things we can't control that just cause those extra stresses. But, you know, I definitely look forward to the new year and just like having a little bit more control and a little bit more focus and being more mindful and present in the moment. I feel like I just got so deep. No, you did. I appreciate it. I was like, COVID, I'm scared. And you're like, I healed. I went through this. I grew. But no, it's it's the truth. And um, it was just, you know, it was a learning experience. But I feel like every year truly is when you look back and reflect. Mm -hmm. I still feel very, like I said, anxious. Maybe that's more of an internal problem and not so much everything around. But I really hope for 2023, I feel a little more free with stuff, a little bit lighter, so to speak. And like you said, I hope the world feels that way too, because there's a lot of stuff you can't control. Our New Year's resolution, I feel like a lot of people kind of have. I know I did it a while last year, and that's like unplugging from social media. Yeah. And a really big part of me wants to, again, take a huge break. But then there's another part of me that feels like it's not fair because I talk to you in real life. I have real life friends. Mm-hmm. But then I also have people where I purely just have an online relationship with them and I still consider them my friends. And I feel like if I don't have that social media thing, Instagram, what have you, it's like I don't talk to them for the four or five, six months. And I remember last time I took a big break, one of my friends was like, I literally thought you died or something happened to you because I only ever talked to you on here and you were gone for like six months. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And I talk to like my relatives on there, like we have like group chats and send memes. And that's where I kind of feel like as much as I do want to go dark again, I feel like when I do that, I really cut myself off from like the few people I do care about. So I think going into this new year, I'm going to wean myself off of it. So not go cold turkey, but instead of like just checking my phone or doing messages whenever I feel like it to say, okay, no social media before noon and then no social media one or two hours before bed. And then kind of tailor it and modify it from there because i have a friend who deletes the app from her phone whenever she's done looking at it for the week like she'll go on for a day or two and then delete the app go back on like in three weeks because if it's there she'll always go on so how do you feel about that kind of stuff i can't imagine deactivating it or just not going on it it's just i feel i have like fomo like i'm not gonna know the queen died Anytime, like, a celebrity dies, it's because of Twitter. I find out. Um, I'm on Reddit, and I get pop culture stuff from See, there. See, I've never done the Reddit. I'll, I'll, like, Google stuff, and, like, I'll look at Reddit, but yeah. I don't actually have, like, a like account or anything. I don't know how it all works. Um, it's still confusing to me. I mean, but I just get some, like, pop culture stuff from there. But I feel like I don't waste as much time on Reddit because there's no pictures. Right. It's, like, a lot of reading. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a try again because like, I did feel better when I wasn't on it. But like I said, I felt bad when I came back and people were like, I thought something happened to you. So is it, is it just, do you feel like you spend too much time just mindlessly scrolling or is it just, you don't like what you see and it has like negative impacts Both. or is it, yeah. It's like, I get like really like depressing stories or things that pop up and it's like, you look at it once they sent, they serve up more to you. I don't like that. Then I feel like I'm thinking about it and then I'm like, yeah. oh, then it becomes part of my reality. I feel like I could do other things with my time 
I'm not on it for hours. Because I look, right. you know, when you can go and see how long you've been on the app. Yeah. My daily average use is like maybe an hour. That's good. Which, and you know, it's sad to say, but I was thinking the same thing. Oh my God, I thought it was more. Because sometimes it does seem more than other times. Because there's some days I feel like I'm on it all the time. But then there's other days where it's like I open it once or don't even open it at all. But I'm thinking, wow, what could I do? What If I was actually productive for that one hour a day for the month, like how many loads of laundry could I do? Um, how many steps could I have taken by walking? Um, I said I was going to learn Japanese two years ago and I stopped. Like if I just did an hour of Japanese a day or just little things like that, I could get time back. Or but would you actually present. do those things if you had those hours or would you be I like me I and will. watch Forensic Files? No, I mean, like I feel like I would be more productive because even because there's a lot of days I don't even turn the TV on until after 3 p.m. Yeah. And those are the days and mornings. I, li- I do listen to podcasts or music, but I feel like I'm killing two birds with one stone because it could be an educational podcast or an entertainment right so i do feel like i could do other things i just want to challenge myself to grow a bit but i'm gonna be less present on social media because i already feel like i am like i don't post a lot on instagram picture wise but like story wise right. like i do post some things it's mostly like memes or other funny things the funniest things yeah or guinea pigs or little things i like love that. the ones you do of like <laughs> middle-aged semi-creepy men who just like it's a statement you know <laughs> <laughs> Those are just my favorite. Like, yes, that guy would say that. Oh, the ordinary people? Yeah. Yeah. And can I just go back to this, your list? You said yeah. traveling. You wanted to travel, get on a plane. And you did say you traveled a bit, like, for the na- the races. Mm-hmm. What do you think held you back from traveling and getting on a plane this year? Um, sure. I think there's a couple things. I think I booked my trip and paid for the whole thing basically, like, last, like, March, April. Okay. So I spent a lot on that trip. And I think it was just that like waiting period of like getting to October. It's like, I know I'm going on this trip. And then I spent most of the year looking forward to that trip that I just didn't really save up or think about, well, I could go somewhere nice and warm and take a little holiday or, you know, do something. And I think too, like right when COVID first happened, I had a cruise booked. It was going to be like my first cruise ever. Okay. I was going to see an ocean for the first time, you know, just have a ton of fun. And that ended up like falling through because of COVID. It was just like, you know, the last couple of years have been like, travel's been crazy and everything that just happened with what was it, Southwest Airlines and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I avoid it and I really would love to travel, but I know that it's like, you know, got to save up money. You got to plan. You got to take time off work. But I think this is a secret though, because if I had the, if I had the ability to do this, if I was in your situation, this is what I would do. Because looking back, it's like just the ability to pick up and leave and go for a weekend. But yeah. I kind of felt like, oh, I need to have someone with me. Yeah. Whether it's a romantic partner, a friend, a relative. Well, that's it too, yeah. But you really don't. You have Google Maps or whatever app you use to get around. Google Translate and all that stuff. And it's just kind of like, pick a weekend and go. Just do it. Just do it. And like, I'm saying like days before, maybe a week before, call off work. You know, call off on a Friday. Yeah, put in the PTO. Yeah, just tell yourself, I'm taking this, I'm making it a four-day weekend. And if I don't go anywhere, I'm getting shit done around my house. I'm getting stuff cleaned. Yeah. But to know, okay, four-day weekend's happening next week. And just go somewhere. Even if it's just four hours away, like Chicago. Yeah. You can take the train there. You can just something like, or Toronto, you know. I'm just thinking of places that are four hours away from us. And just do it. Even if it's just for like 48 hours and come back, it will be life-changing because it's going to give you that taste of oh i can do this mm-hmm. and you can probably have some hookups too while you're out of town you know so i'm just you know there's apps for that there are apps for that well my i was gonna say my mom 
friend, she was just telling me, just randomly went to New York by herself. Could you imagine going to like a city like New York by yourself? I do all the time. <laughs> I, I see, do all the time. That, that, that I do. scares me. Because I was no. like, oh my God, I'd be so scared. Like, it's so busy. Like, you know, you would have to go out by and get food by yourself or go do this by yourself. And like, but, but she no said she was the there. best trip ever because she was free to just do whatever she wanted. She could just explore. She didn't have to be on anybody else's time or, you know, itinerary or anything like that. Yeah. Like she went, she got to see the stuff she wanted to see. And like, nobody notices just like a single individual walking around. Like you're just part of the hustle and bustle. And if they do think, oh, she doesn't know where she's going. It's a tourist town. Right. You know, it's not like you're going to some no name town in Kentucky or someone and someone's like, who are you? You. Right. I think it's so freeing. And, and like, I think what she said was right. You don't have to worry about where do you want to go to breakfast? I don't know. Where do you like, you can just go wherever you want to. You can stumble in a little cafe and grab a coffee. Yeah. You know, go wherever you want to. And then go missing. No. <laughs> obviously tell people you're going. Like, just, you know, don't make it a secret. Yeah. But just make it um, spontaneous, you know, mm. just say, hey. But I feel like that's my wish for you in 2023 is just to do something like that. Even if it's just literally 48 hours. I took a 48-hour... And then become a 48-hour mystery. No. (laughs) No. Gosh. Okay, then maybe traveling's not for you if you're going to have that mindset. I think you're aware enough of your senses, like, surroundings and stuff. No, I know I am. To know what's up. No, you're... I 100% agree with you. I'm not... I mean, I'm just... I just kid around when I say like that. Like, but I'm going to do it. You know what? I'm going to promise you right now. Yeah. By this time next year, when we do, like, a holiday end of the year episode... I'll have done it. This is my promise. I'm putting it out in the world. People are going to hear this. I have to do it. I have to commit. Yeah. So thank you. I think you can. You're welcome. Can I just ask you another question? Yes. Are you going to eat the rest of your cookie? <laughs> no. Do you want it? Uh, No, I just was curious. Well, I probably will. Um, I'll probably scarf it down. It's just, you the know. The middle is good. It is good. <laughs> I just thought we weren't eating on the mic any. Because I would have been oh, continuing to eat. Oh, I ate my whole cookie on the mic. Oh. It was just really tempting. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I felt like hitting a drive through subway and getting one of those cookies. <laughs> on the way home. I'm on a cookie kick. There's there's literally a sub- drive through subway on the way home. I know. I might just do that. It's a little treat. Get a six-inch boss. <laughs> well, you know, just to go on the, like, not to get, like, on a weird, I guess, subject. But I know I always share my eating journeys with you. A lot mm-hmm. of times, like, I'm running errands. Ugh, I'm just going to go to McDonald's just because... Because that's, like, thrilling and exciting. Like, in my life right now, like, that's only real, like, alone time I kind of get with stuff. And that's why I'm like, oh, God, if I had the chance to travel just for a weekend by myself, I would. And not that I don't want to do it with my husband or anything. It's just I have the time to kind of do There's it. something about I, being by yourself and being able he to. He doesn't have the schedule. Yeah. You know? So it's very, um, how should I say it? I would love for a weekend for me to say, hey, I'm leaving. I'm just going here for a few days. I'll be back. And him saying, okay, have fun, instead of, like, where are you going? Why are you doing that? I mean, obviously, I tell him where to go. Yeah. But, like, without it being an issue. And that's why I, I envy you in times like this, because it's, like, you really, truly have the powers to do whatever you want. <laughs> you know? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do it. And I'll keep you updated the whole time. And, like, I'll, I'll leave you voice messages the whole time. You'll be on the journey with me, just not physically with me. You'll be leaving me voice messages on Yeah, like, I'm, the, I'm sitting in a diner right now eating this really amazing omelet that I just know you would love. It's got this and this and this. And I really just do think... And the people watching would be the best the part. Because people don't know you. Yeah. 
Um, and I really do think, like, once you get a taste of that, like, it just makes you, you want more. Like, you get, like, a craving for it. Yeah, I mentioned earlier, like, going on a cruise, and it just kind of reminded me just now. One of my old team leaders, she went on a cruise by herself. Which I could never imagine. Like, talk about, like, getting lost and never coming back. Thrown like, overboard. Those are the people yeah. that just disappear, you know. But she said it was, like, the greatest time of her life. And, like, she met, like, so many new people. And, like, they became her friends. And she just, like, went out and just partied every night. And just, like, you know, she was just free. She, like, took, like, these stickers. And she would just, like, give people stickers. And so, like, all her, like, she ended up having, like, this huge friend group. And they would just, like, wear stickers on their face. And they were, like, the sticker people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so other than social media, is there anything that you just, like, feel like you just want to cut out or, like, leave behind, like, let go of? I would say the spontaneous junk food, fast food eating. And even though this is, like, kind of what our podcast is, we when we have episode ideas, we plan to go out and do that. But it's not like we do it every single day. Right. But then there are weeks where it's like, oh, I'm so busy, I'm just going to grab McDonald's or I'm just going to grab this. And I feel terrible so I guess like if I plan to do it or say, oh, we're doing this recording next month, I know we have to go. I know I have to go here and get something to eat. That's fine. But I'm not going to make excuses to keep going, if that makes sense. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm going to try to be a little bit healthier in 2023. And by healthier, I mean cooking more at home. Just re- more real flexible. food. Yeah. Real food. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to cook more whole real foods at home. Yeah, I'm, I've that very similar, um, so I won't really repeat all that, but it's basically treating my body better, like letting go of things that don't feed me energy and like a healthy lifestyle. And when I say my body, I mean like physical body, but also like my mental. So content. Yeah. To you today. Yeah. So I think over the last few years, everything's become so political. And everything's just been so, if you don't agree with me about this, the, the stupidest little things that five, ten years ago didn't matter. But I feel like happened, like, I feel like it was like the perfect storm of like when COVID happened and like, you know, elections and things, there's just a lot happening it's gonna be coming up. and it's, it's going to be, be coming up again. It's just that like the negativity and the me against you and- No matter what side you're on. Yeah. And, and I find myself a lot of times, or used to at least, reading the comments. And so I really would just want to cut down on that more because it's, I feel like it really- weighs on my mental health not cutting out social media per se because i do enjoy like my tiktok and you know and I, i'm not as mindless with it like i'll have very intentional like <laughs> you sure yeah okay not as much anymore okay. you know when i need to pick me up it's like i know you know my algorithm on tiktok is a lot of funny stuff for like positive people and so I want to absorb that, you know, so I don't want to cut it out, but I just, I definitely need to let go of a lot of the negativity that I see because it really does weigh on me. Basically like to buy the world Coke, like how that's. I want to restore my faith in humanity yeah. and pretend like people aren't as cold hearted and negative as they are and hateful and. Then believe it and it shall be. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I wrote down um, in my phone, which I can't find it, but um, I know exactly what I wanted to say is I really hope that together as a nation can leave behind this trend of not wearing socks with suits. Oh, so you're starting it off. Huh? You're starting off things leave behind. Oh, I thought that's what we were doing. No, it's perfect. Okay. So, <laughs> I didn't know we were jumping right into it. Okay, good. Yeah. So that's your number one. That's that's my only one. That's your only one? No, I have a couple more, but that's my big one. Nothing pisses me off more than people getting married. Not that, but like, <laughs> and then they, they have these beautiful pictures Especially, like, my gay friends, you know, and they're, like, the two guys in, like, suits. And they're wearing these full suits. They look great. And then they have some ankle and, like, a nice shoe. Okay. It's, like, that just, it just looks 
It looks like vacation to me. I feel like that's okay yeah. on vacation, but not for your lifestyle. It just lifestyle. looks so tacky and just okay. not put together. It's like you're dressed and you're covered and you're good and you're sleek and you're, you know, you look fresh and clean. And then you just have ankle. Okay. Like wear a sock. And and the, and the pants get higher and higher. Okay. So it's not even just some ankle. It's like lower leg. I just, I can't. You're angry. All right. I used to, so I've, I've grown a lot because like two years ago, I would have included the turtlenecks with like jackets, like blazers and like suit jackets. Yeah. I kind of dig it now though, but I will never dig a no sock. Okay. I would feel like, aren't your feet going to stink? Are you, aren't those shoes going to stink? Weird. Yeah. Do you not sweat? Okay. I'll go next. Okay. Vibes. It's a vibe. Good uh-huh. vibes only. I think I've said vibe once or twice in this episode, so I apologize. But we can leave behind phrases like that. It's a vibe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that phrase has been around for almost 10 years. Because I remember when I was moving to my first apartment, went to Target, and there was a summertime plastic acrylic glass with like a hologram good vibes only on it. And people are still saying it now more than ever. It's a vibe. I feel like I'll make an exception, though. If, if someone was like, oh, I got a bad vibe from that person. That's different. I believe in that, like, good and, like, oh, God, ugh, that was a bad vibe from them. They're creepy. But I don't like using it as a, oh, it's a vibe, as an atmosphere or things like that. So that can just stay behind in 2022. Okay. Okay. Did you not like that? No, I do. I'm just thinking of the fact that I literally have a pillow upstairs that I was, (laughs) and it's really colorful. And on one side, it's, you know, those, like, sequins and you, like, rub it and it, like, And but the other side, it's like a rainbow, and it says "good vibes." Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> I should have ran upstairs and uh, got it and been like, "Danielle, I got you this for Christmas." <laughs> Mine's just a hater attitude. Next, I guess. <laughs> Girl boss and hustle culture. Do people still rise and grind? That's an actual yeah. quote in my paper. I feel like. COVID should have killed that, but I think it brought it back stronger because yeah. people are like, "I'm going to be an entrepreneur." Of my room, you know, little things like that. And it's just like, I, do you ever see those ads or, or like those success stories? It's like, I made half a million dollars during COVID in my living room. And it's like, because you have an OnlyFans, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. But you know what I mean? Like, I just hate seeing, not that I hate seeing people succeed. I have no problem with that. You work hard, you, you know, you get success. That's fine. It's the people who seem like they need to always be busy and doing something to get to that next stage. And showing it off. And not just showing up, but, like, nothing's even happening for them, too. Right. That kind of other side of the coin, too, where it's like, you're starting all these LLCs and stuff, but you're not doing anything. I don't trust you to plan my party or do that because this is the fourth business you started in two years type of thing. Right. Does that make sense? Nobody has that much time. Yeah. No matter how business savvy. Yeah. yeah, No matter how much of a go-getter you are. But I think for me, it's like the, the other end of that is the people who do those things to, like, help others. Like, I have this blog or I have this YouTube channel or I'm an Instagram influencer and i'm showing you how to achieve these things but it comes off like look at me in my lavish life i want attention i have this many followers like thank you for the 1.5 million yeah and that's why you're at where you're at because you have a huge following and you're getting sponsorships and stuff sent to you for free and makeup sent to you for free and all that because you have half a million followers then you see the other girls who live down the street from us more than likely have 200 followers and they're showing their whole life and like nothing's happening but they're getting creepy comments from men i'm so glad we're humble danielle (laughs) Does that come off now as humble? No, it does. Oh, okay. That's I what I mean. Oh, I thought you were being like... No, I'm glad we're humble. 
not everyone is meant to be a boss. I feel like I feel like it gives more tension, I guess is the word, just unnecessary stress in your life, thinking that you have to run every single thing to be exactly how you want it to have a certain, I guess, picture or lifestyle that you have because uh, you see like a fancy picture on Instagram. I don't want people to feel inadequate with their life because they're not driving a certain car or they don't have six vacation spots they went to. Like you think you have to have that poolside villa pinnacle of success for you. And I feel like I feel bad for those people. Like right now, have you noticed like those, um, the 2022 season has come to an end? No, it was like, is it like a highlight reel? Yeah. And then it's like the flashes of the pics and people are like at the beach and traveling and drinking and like, cheers yeah, yeah and like <laughs> there's such power in being quiet I yeah think. like i would love to just like quit my job and just travel like be like the van people but then i think of like gabby petito and like where she is oh my god there was a time in my life when i really thought tiny house living was for me i let my my house is only a thousand square feet yeah some people would think that's so small other people think wow you're very that's a decent sized house i'm happy where i'm at but Every day, I'm like, I can't believe I thought living in 480 square feet <laughs> was going to be my life for a bit. Like, I could totally do yeah. it. And it's like, oh, I have double that now. And it's, things are getting tight, you know? So all that to say is maybe if I was a girl boss, I'd have a bigger house. A new trend for me, and again, I think because Instagram always spies on me and serves up stuff, is like it's no longer like plus size. They call it midsize. And I guess midsize is more like my body type and shape. It's not like morbidly obese. Right. You know, there, it's not like um, your grandma's moo moo section at Walmart type style. It's just, I guess, what's just more the normal. I mean, let's be real. The normal American woman now. Yeah. I found some girl like, oh, my God, like she's wearing clothes I would like to wear that fit my body shape. So I started following her. And then what do you know? A week later, found two more girls just like her served up, followed them. And now it's like there are so many women that have these channels and type of content like that now. It's like, oh, my God. And it is just about making money. It crosses that point where maybe at the beginning it's like. I bought four items of clothing from these people. So it works. But there's so many girls that have my body shape and they're dancing around in their underwear in a tank top like oh look at my belly i love my body look at these thighs i love them <laughs> and they're yeah. like shaking their body and they have 200,000 subscribers or followers yeah because all these women are like oh my god i love seeing myself in you and it's like yeah. you know i could do the same thing this is the difference though if i knew i could get 100,000 subscribers or followers on instagram and all i had to do is just order well-fitting, mid-size, plus-size clothing, put makeup on, and just dance in front of a mirror and stuff, and get money and free stuff sent to my house, I would probably do it. But I'm not going to risk showing my backside in a thong, wearing a tank top for 25 views, and some man, who looks probably gross, masturbating to me, and then people in comments saying, you're fat. (laughs) I don't want to, you know, that's what I mean. It's just so, like on one hand, it's refreshing. Yeah. Seeing people live their life authentically and just inspiring younger girls too, because I wish I had that when I was younger. But on the other hand, it's like, gosh, there's so many girls trying to emulate you and they're just getting uh, creeps and no money and getting called cows and all that. And they're never going to get 100,000 subscribers. Yeah. Um, So maybe I'll start a channel in 2023. There you go. I'll follow you. Thank you. I'll break my wanting to let go of like commenting on like negativity and like getting in fights with people on social media for you. Thank you. I'll be all up in those comments like calling people out. Okay. Well, I have one more thing to leave behind. Do you have any more? 
No. You don't? Okay. No. This one... Sorry. I'm more looking forward. Like, okay. just, you know. Okay. Well, this is more, I guess, of a TikTok thing. Okay. Filming fast food and retail employees for just doing their job. So I'm not talking... Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not yeah, talking yeah. about someone who was, like, in, like, just outrageously mean or rude and not servicing you. I'm talking about... You filming a McDonald's employee because they said, I'm sorry, sir, the ice cream machine is broke. And then you're jumping the counter and filming them demanding to see it. Yeah. I don't want to see stuff like that anymore. No. So we can, can we just let everyday people do their everyday jobs without like making them feel anxious about having a camera on their face? I would hate being working retail yeah. or like in the food business right now. Because you see, it's not even just like fast food. It's like people at stores, like people at Costco. Yeah, we've worked know? retail. Like, we we have, but I think it's time. just become so much worse because people are so much more quick to pull out their phone and capture it that it's almost an act. And they're being more aggressive because they know it's being captured and they want it to be aggressive. They want it to be a viral moment or something. Yeah. Hoping, I feel. No, I agree. So thank you for understanding. Yeah. Okay, well, that's all I have to leave behind. So do you want to kick off what you want to look forward to? Or yeah. what your theme, your theme for 2023. So if the book of Christopher, if you could have some kind of foresight or a wish or a theme for 2023 for the world, what would that be? So I wrote down four things. Oh, wow. I just did one. Go ahead. And they all kind of, well, they all kind of go together mm-hmm. and flow together. So I just wrote down what I look forward to. Health and happiness. I know I'm going to have a big year ahead of me of facing new challenges, like physically, mentally. Like I said earlier, just like living more in the moment, being at peace with things, you know, not getting down and depressed. Like I I think the last few years I've really lived in this space of like life is short, the moments really matter. And I've let that kind of overshadow the moments. In a way, it's like I'm I'm overwhelming myself. And so just really just realizing like life's going to happen. There's very few things we really can control. But the things that we can control are like how we react to things, how we approach things, and just putting things into perspective. Like the things are going to happen around us, but it's all in kind of how we balance those things. Um, connect, explore, and fall in love with myself and my surroundings um make more impactful moments with those i love and then spend more quality time with my dog you know because dogs have such short lives you know they're they're just always there they're so loyal and like faithful and i really want to give my dog franklin like i want to take him to more parks and i want to just like let him roam free and just like really experience the world you know He's only going to be three, but I'm just... I know, it, but it goes you know, so fast. Yeah, little, so... Little buddy. It's crazy that he's going to be three already, and I feel like I've just... I honestly feel like I've had him for like a year, you know? And I just can't... I just can't believe it's like going on three years. That's beautiful. And I hope hope you get to do more of that yeah. next year, or this year in 2023. Well, thanks. So what did you write down? What are your themes for 2023? I feel like we're a little bit on the same page with stuff, as, as usual. Um... Because a lot of things you're saying in phrases are what I kind of have under this umbrella. So my word, my theme of 2023, I picked uh, was rejuvenate. So some keywords I have are like cozy, rest, calm, quiet, privacy, spirituality, nature, create, imagine, read, write, dream, and music. 
just like really spend some time with yourself and just relax. And when 2020 happened, I was just kind of think of like how to describe or like explain what I kind of mean. Sometimes I just go in circles and I think it sounds nice and it sounds like garbage at my mouth. But I feel like we're all forced to stop what we're doing in 2020. It's almost like there's a difference when you're growing up. There is such a big difference of going to your room because you you want to go to your room. I want to relax. I just want to, you know, read. I want to do whatever I want. I'm going to take some quiet time. There's a big difference with that type of energy versus you're grounded, go to your room. And I feel like 2020 forced us all to stay in a room because we were grounded. Like we couldn't do anything. There's so much we wanted to do. We wanted to go outside and play. We wanted to do this. We wanted to travel. We wanted to explore. But we couldn't. And now we definitely have, I guess, the time and energy to, energy, like to do so. But I kind of want to rest a little more because it's like, okay, you can come outside and play now. But now it's like, no, I kind of want to relax a bit. I'll catch you in 2024. And that's what I think it's going to be for me. It's like, I'm going to research places I want to travel. I'm going to try to save money to do that. I'm really going to be more present and just experience day-to-day things. And then I think I'll be ready enough next year to really make those big leaps and and do other things. You kind of hit on something that like really stuck out to me of that like, it's that intentional yes. planning and taking steps towards something rather than just like, I would like to do these things. And then the year goes by and you realize that there's this list of things you wanted to do that you just didn't. And then the other thing that really stuck out to me, because it, I just did it this week, you talked about, I want to read more. I mean, I've read books before, but I've read two books in the last week. I've been on vacation this week in between yes. the holidays, and I've read two books. I read Ashley Flowers, which is one of my favorite true crime podcasters. She wrote a novel, All Good People Here, and I, it was really good. And then I did an audiobook of that new uh, Jeanette McCurdy, I'm Glad My Mom Died. Yeah, it's her good It thing. was so good. You know, because I have a weird relationship with my mom and my mom's sick and you know it just I, th- I thought it was going to take me to a place that I wasn't going to finish it but I was just glued to it and I related to it a lot but not in the same ways of like the things she spoke about of course um but I related to a lot of the same like themes and like feelings that mm-hmm. she had just about like the relationships with her mom and like others in her life and things that she went through I really liked it I've never been a big reader but I really feel like this this time away from work and just having this time to myself, I've really, I found kind of a new little passion for it. And I feel, I agree with you because like, I'm not really reading back. I do my audiobooks once in a while. Yeah. I have Libby, the library mm-hmm. one, so it's free. You might not get a new book right away, but they'll put you on a waiting list and you'll get the audiobook oh, know, nice. like in a month or a few weeks. But it's something like you're being productive, but doesn't really feel like it. It's yeah. not like doing the dishes, the dishes are clean. It's like I listened to an audiobook or read a book laying on my couch under a blanket and I felt like I did something. Other than scroll on the phone. But um, I just want to say thank you for having me over. Thank you for coming out. Thank for you hosting. for the mac and cheese and the green bean casserole. Anytime. And the Cokes and your love and your friendship. Um, right back at you. Thank you so much just for being a good friend. Um, this past year had some rough times health-wise, yeah. some scares here and there, but things are good now. Yep. Things will stay good. I'm saying that. I'm putting it out in the air. And um, another year of friendship, I was just thinking the other day, if I would have stayed at my old job, January 2023, mm-hmm. it would be 10 years there. Yeah. And there was a part of me that was kind of sad that, wow, I didn't get to that milestone. But you know what other milestone I did get, though? What? 10 years of knowing you in January. When I first had a, when I was in training and I had to shadow you. 
which I tell you all the time I do not remember. I remember it. Oh, I remember it like it was yesterday. It's almost like I'm a ghost watching it when I think about it. So, 10 years. And um, I started, I'll, I'll say this, I started taking some time out and going to therapy and just talking things out. And one of the things... Well, it's a lot of pop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filling up our uh, champagne, glasses. champagne glasses of Pepsi so we can toast. <laughs> well, one of the things she asked was, do you have a good support system of friends? Mm. And I said, oh, I could just, I might not have a ton of friends. I'm, I've always been more of an acquaintance type person with a few close friends. I said, but I am very lucky and I should be very grateful to have a small circle of friends, some of whom I've known, you know, one I've known for 20, 115, you 10. It's 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 very nice to know. Wow. And it's a blessing. So 10 years. Thank you. Yes. And thank you for making one of my dreams come true and um, doing a food podcast. Maybe next year we'll eat on camera. Maybe. Maybe. I keep on um, saying next year, but you guys know what I mean, 2023. Yeah. Um, do you remember the first time we ever went out? Oof. Alone or with someone? Alone. Was it Taco Bell? It might have been, but what always stuck out to me was um, there was an Italian restaurant. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, my God. I forgot. Yeah. Yes. Roma Cafe. Yeah. Which is closed now. Yes. Um, but we, I think we both got ravioli, mm-hmm. if I remember. I introduced you to Malbec, uh, mm-hmm. my favorite wine. And it was just us. And I feel like we were there for a few hours. We just bonded so much. I feel like that was like the moment we really glued. I agree, because not only for the moments in the restaurant, but it was snowing, it started to pick up snow, and you walked me to my car like a gentleman, Mm -hmm. and then you insisted I get in my car to heat it up, and you cleared off all the snow from my windows. And I just remember thinking, like, platonically, friendship-wise, like, you can have love with many different people, it doesn't have to be a sexual or romantic, but I felt just so loved, just so like, oh my gosh. Like, the type of, I always appreciated a friend who would drop me off. And wait for me to get inside yeah. before pulling off, whether mm-hmm. it was a guy or girl, whatever. And but there's been people that just drop you off and leave. Look, it's okay. You put your get key rid in the door. Yes. So it just made me feel very um, special and safe. I'm so glad. thank you. So for everyone listening, I wish you all, you said, health and happiness, wealth, be kind, be a good person. I think kindness goes much further than being angry. And um, be well. Let's toast. To 2023. We yes, love you guys. I love you, love Danielle. You. Oh, I love you, Christopher. Love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. And until next time, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And, and we're, we're the, the Friends, Friends Who Feast. Feast. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm.